Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we review various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. In this week's segment, I want to focus on the 2022-23 Global Grains and All Seeds Production Forecast. Uh, this is an important data because agriculture is a globalized business. What happens in South America or in the US or somewhere in Asia matters for a consumer in Africa or here at home in South Africa. So it's important for us to take stock of how the global forecasts are shaping up and what will be their impact on prices of the products that we get to pay. For the 2022-23 overall global grains and the all seeds production forecast, the numbers are looking relatively good. Uh, the overall estimate is 2.26 billion tons. This is down by 1% from the previous season, uh, but still the second largest crop on record, which means that in as far as the supply in the world market, uh, things are looking well. There is sufficient grains that is available and or expected to be available in the 2022-23 uh, season. But when one looks into these data, you see that there is a variation amongst uh, crops. Uh, first point to make perhaps uh, as a point of clarity is that when we talk about grains and the all seeds, we are largely referring to maize, wheat, rice, barley, soybeans and the likes. Those are the major grains that we're looking at. And now when one looks uh, deeper into that number that I mentioned, which is 2.26 billion tons of overall grains and, uh, and, and all seeds production forecast for the 2022-23 season, you realize that there is some bit of variation amongst all of these crops about what the numbers looking like. For example, if we begin by maize, the 2022-23 global maize production forecast is 1.17 billion tons. It's down by 4% on a year-on-year basis. And this decline, we largely see it when we look at the numbers that are coming out of the U.S., coming out of Ukraine, the EU, and India. The U.S. and EU experienced drought during uh, the, their summer season, and there were all of these reports of heat wave, which has damaged crops in some of the areas, and it's largely what has underpinned um, that decline in the crop. Meanwhile, if you were to talk to some people that are in India, over the past few months, there was all of these reports of heavy rains, which also led to poor yields, which is why then the US, uh, EU and India are amongst the crops that are actually seeing a decline or, or, on the harvest or underpinning that 4% decline in overall um, maize estimates that we have for the world market. The Ukraine story is obvious for all of us. There's war there um, and it has really reduced the activity in the fields of the folks that are actually out there farming. So that's the challenge that they are they're expect, experiencing there. And now this overall decline in these four countries has actually overshadowed some of the good yields that are expected to come out of China, Brazil, Russia, Argentina, and South Africa. Uh, since the podcast is in South Africa, for a bit of color on what South Africa's crop estimate is looking like, the International Grains Council forecasts South Africa's 2022-23 maize harvest at 15.7 million tons. This is unchanged from the previous season, and it also means that South Africa 
could remain a net exporter of maize. Folks that follow this podcast will know that South Africa's annual maize consumption, it's around 11.8 million tons. So if you're expecting a crop of about 15.7 million tons, you'll have sufficient supplies for domestic markets and also for exports. So that is how the numbers are are looking uh, like in the as far as the supply perspective. But of course, consumption is also expected to remain broadly unchanged from the previous season. There is a mild decline, but it's broadly unchanged from a previous season. Um, as a result, then, if you have this decline in, consum- in, in production and consumption is remain stable, the stocks will fall. And we see stocks falling by 8% on a year-on-year basis, estimated at 258 million tons. That's the data coming out of the International Grains Council. Now, if the stocks are declining, it means then that the maize prices at a global level could remain relatively elevated over the coming months. Of course, we will still see prices coming off from the levels that we recorded uh, right after Russia had invaded Ukraine, where there was a lot of anxiety on the, on, on the market and prices were increasing sharply at that time. But right now, we'll see the prices coming off those levels. But I think the bottom point is that the maize prices this year are not going to go back to levels that were pre-COVID-19 or pre-war levels. I think so when I look at the sharp decline of 8% in stocks, while the consumption is expected to also remain um, relatively solid over time. And I must emphasize also the fact that in Southern Hemisphere, this is a crop that we're still planting, both ourselves in South Africa and people in, uh, in, 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 in South America and the other parts in Southern Africa. So these estimates could be adjusted as the season progresses. But that's the picture uh, for maize. And the other important crop that I think it's important that one should look at is wheat. Um, and the global harvest on wheat is looking really good uh, this, this time around. For the 2022-23, uh, we could reach a new peak of 792 million tons globally. That's up 1% from the previous season. The improvement is in a number of countries uh, which includes Russia, the US, Canada, Kazakhstan, China, Turkey, and the US and the UK. Now, the large harvest in these countries has overshadowed that decline in, in, in crop that we see in the EU as a result of dry weather conditions in Australia, in, in Ukraine, uh, Argentina, and, and India. And that's a good thing uh, when we see that. But of course, the concentration of that improvement in wheat, we see it largely in Russia. And Russia still has logistical issues and all of the things they have to do with the war there. So it might be difficult to getting out of some of that supply out of Russia to the, to the wheat market. But that being said, when one looks at the overall global supplies that are there, the world has sufficient wheat um, uh, in the, in, available for the 2022 23 season all we need to look at is the logistics of all of that consumption globally is also expected to be stable at around about 784 million tons now looking at the production and the consumption um, the stocks levels are also expected to increase by three percent in an environment where the stocks are improving that tends to put pressure on prices as a result we expect with prices to continue to soften or sideways over the next uh, few months and that is going to benefit importing countries like South Africa and any other um, uh, country that is importing at its consumer. So wheat prices could soften while maize prices could remain slightly elevated. That's the picture that we see with those two grains. But if you quickly look also in some of the all seeds, take for example soybeans. Soybean harvest 
is looking really good for the 2022-23 season the estimates are pointing at 386 million uh, tons that's up nine percent on a year-on-year basis there's estimate expectations of a large crop in brazil argentina china paraguay canada russia and the ukraine um, a lot there is to do with uh, increase in area plantings particularly for south american countries and as well as expected to have good weather conditions and it will help really to compensate for the decline in a crop that we see when we look at the numbers out of india the us and uruguay so that is a good stuff and of course stocks are also expected to improve by 16 percent on a year-on-year basis uh, to around about 54 million tons Conditions like that means that then soybean prices could also see some bit of a sideways to downward um, uh, over the next couple of months. And that will be useful for the folks that are in the animal feed or livestock industry because soybeans is largely used to feed animals and stuff. And that is useful if those prices are coming down, the livestock sector will benefit um, on that. Before I close um, this segment, I should take a moment also to reflect on rice because rice has become more prominent now as some people decided to compensate, to, 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 to substitute wheat, um, which had been increasing at a, far, at a much faster pace uh, compared to the pace at which rice prices have been increasing over the past few months as a result, of course, of the war in Ukraine. But Russia's supplies this time around are likely to take a knock. I'm looking at the numbers coming out of the International Grains Council. They are showing a 2% decline on a year-on-year basis with the crop for the 2022-23 season estimated at 505 million tons, 505 million tons. That's the global harvest of rice this time around. Uh, The heavy rains in much of Asia, the likes of India, Vietnam, Bangladesh, the Philippines, is what is leading to this lower harvest. Now, looking at the consumption that is relatively stable and looking at this production, we're coming up with a decline in stocks of about 5% year-on-year, estimated at 169 million tons. So what that means then is that rice prices, similarly to maize, could remain stable and take a somewhat upward upswing uh, 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 prices of course no, of, of, although not as sharp increases but we expect them sideways and the mild increases while wheat and soybeans could be sideways to a bit of a decline so overall i think the core message is that for the 2022-23 season we expect global grains and the all seed supplies to remain fairly stable comfortable levels but when it comes to prices there will be that variation because of the differences in the production levels that we see in all of these crops Um, and of course uh, the, the, the still positive part is that Uh, Whatever could happen in prices, we suspect or I suspect that it will still be at lower levels than the weeks that we saw after the Russia-Ukraine story, the Russia-Ukraine war started. But I think the core message is that for for maize and soybean and and rice, we're unlikely to be back on the pre-COVID levels, while for wheat and soybeans, we could see a bit of a mild decline in the prices um, of those commodities. But roughly the picture in terms of the supply is looking well. That's all really I wanted to cover in this week's segment to just look outside and say how are the supplies looking we could of course in one of the coming weeks take one crop in here 
dive deeper into it to understand its supply dynamics, to understand the production conditions in each country, to understand the implications of it on prices and the consumption. But I thought as a start of this conversation for the 2022-23 global dynamics, it's important to just drop this snapshot for now and then we will drill down in some of these crops over the coming weeks. That's it for me uh, for this week. My name is Wandi Le Sihlobo. I'm an agricultural economist uh, based in Pretoria, South Africa. Um, you can read more about some of the things that I write in my blog, which is Wandilesihlobo, as you see reflected in this podcast.com, Wandilesihlobo.com, or the organization that I work for, which is the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa. And you can see its website as www agbiz.co.za www.agbiz.co.za Thank you for listening.